everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the IceCast Report. I'm Anthony, joined by Tim, and Tim, we finally can have a podcast where we're in a good mood. Finally, our Penguins come through with their first win of the spring season. Doug Phillips gets his first win as head coach, as YSU just manhandles South Dakota in a workmanlike effort, 28-10, to 10, in a game, Tim, that honestly didn't even feel that close. Um, it, a lot of improvement, still a lot of things to work on, but finally, finally, we got that monkey off our back because there were some signs – even last week, we were saying this team may not win a game this spring. The most encouraging thing is they won. The most encouraging yes. thing they is they won. They play a better game offensively and defense again. Really showed its its three turnovers in the ball game. Phenomenal job. Really, really setting the tone. The offense. Uh, someone gave vitamin pills to the offense. Of course. Yeah. And even though he refused to pass on first down, which still blows my freaking mind. Not one first down pass the entire game. However, lo and behold, we've seen something we haven't seen in the first four games of the season. A play-action pass. And it worked. And, they figured it. and it worked. And, and it worked. And it worked. And it worked. Oh, my uh, God. Welcome to 2021. YSU's offensive coordinator. Yeah, I thought uh... – you know, let's start on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, that's where for 30 years now, Youngstown State has made uh, its mark ever since the Jim Trestle days. And, Tim, you can see each week this defense, you can tell they're implementing a little more each week into the game plan and the uh, aggressive, uh, free-flowing nature that Joe Schaefer had as defense coordinator at John Carroll is starting to take shape here at Youngstown State, you mentioned the three turnovers, five sacks to go on top of it, including a strip sack that when the game was still a little bit in doubt, 18-3, uh, to three, Penguins coughed it up, and then they came right back and just made a hell of a play. What really impressed me, Tim, is our linebackers are young, but they are quick to the football. There was one play yesterday. It was the quarterback scrambled for five yards. So it, it, it's not great. But Grant or uh, Griffin Hoke was on our sideline and tracked him down and pushed out of bounds on South Dakota State's or excuse me, South Dakota sideline. And it kept the play at five yards when it could have been a lot more. Uh, again, this team is just flying to the football. And it's pretty impressive for this defensive line. You know, we lost Antoine Cook. He decided to transfer out. And they held South Dakota 12 yards rushing. A team that ran for 300 on us the last time we played these guys. Uh, just an incredible job. They're not losing contain on the edges anymore. And the thing that may be the most impressive to me, Tim, is we have depth in the secondary. And I remember, I remember a conversation you and I had two years ago. And you said depth is not quantity. It's the quality you have behind the starters. And there were three or four plays yesterday where Zaire Jones, who I think is your best defensive back, wasn't on the field and the Penguins made plays. And that is when you know that you have depth. When your best defensive back's off the field, you can still make plays. And the thing that I love the most 
is our defensive backs are looking for the football. I mean, it, it was a really a joy to watch. It really was a joy to watch this defense just fly around and get after it. Again, all five games have shown up and, and played and really improved throughout the season. Has set the tone for this team. The offense was left behind. Now that we are five-eighths of the way through this, we can definitely tell that the goal of this spring season was never to win football. The goal of this football season was to have an extended practice against others. And that's disappointing because it, it matters. You know, when you go out there, you want to win. Yeah. But these are scrimmages. I don't know as Anthony. I hate yeah. saying it because each week, I mean, the first three weeks, we barely had an offense, any functional uh, show up. I mean, they just one of the most conservative basics ever at that level. Even if you ran a option offense like Army and Navy, you have a belief in it and you're done with that. If that's what you're going to do. Shoe never had, and it still doesn't have a a form to their offense. It's getting there. We're seeing it. You know, like I said before, and I'll say it again. This coaching staff did one on his big boy pants this mm-hmm. season, and they didn't want to do things a coaching staff has to do, and that's make decisions succeed. They're starting barely. I mean, they're still training wheels on uh, Mark Wade. They yes. need they need to take the training wheels off instead of raising them. And it's a skill set. I mean, this kid is a winner. This kid can be one of the most dynamic quarterbacks if you allow him to do it. He has the size, the speeds, and he has the talent. Uh, the throws that he made to the running back for that touchdown. Pat. That was a great throw. Did great he miss throw. a couple on that drive too? Yeah, but that's okay. He came back. Yeah, you're going to, you know, you have to go back to the well. Again, play action pass was so Oh my God! I didn't even know they knew that that you were allowed to do the way the first you know four weeks of the season. I mean, it's a basic play in football to freeze the linebackers, to, you know, change the yep. defense, and they just never attempted to do that the first four games of the season. Straight to watch, like I said, they had the training for so long. This past week, they raised them up. They're still on, unfortunately. They are, but we actually seen a design to yes. a certain level, maybe. Uh, freshman level of high school instead of college, but we're getting there and it shouldn't take this long. You got to call it a spade and this coaching staff made a decision because of how young it is to use this spring as a training ground to build their platform for. That's the only thing I could come up with that makes sense that you can actually say this is worth playing because they haven't really done anything the first five weeks to make that they win at this. Now, they played a good team, one and two teams. They played them at home. They played a great game. I won't take anything away from them. Um, Lachlan had a great game running the ball again. He's a stud. And you know what? Here's the thing. Recognize that you have on your football team. You have a quarterback. You have a dynamic running back. Your, your even core may be not as talented as you want, but you have a senior running back that backs him up, that you can put him in the slur or yep. a receiver. You have options. If you would just avoid him grow, I mean, if we don't win another game this year, if they actually decide quarterback and the tailback and say, let's go forward and let's build a off a sense and that can win. They did a lot of good things in this game. They threw on second, every second down and long they threw on. The only problem was his first down failed. Mm-hmm. They never threw the ball one time the entire game. And that's that's just not 
attacking a defense. An offense has to take a defense, keep them off guard. There was it was closer to a most balanced. Well, this was the most balanced offense we've seen this, and that's encouraging. Yeah, like I said, take the training wheels. If Wade has a bad day and throws veterans, I can live. If you're making quality plays and he's just reading it or just has a bad day, I can accept those aggressive and making right decisions. If you're making him throw on third down and 16 because you used to do anything on first and second and he throws it in, shame on you. But if it's first down and 10 and he's being aggressive and he goes to the middle and you know he didn't see the safety and he steps in and made the play, that's a learning experience. You can, you can coach from those things and build up this course. This quarterback has the ability to lead this team to something that very seldom has done in the last 20 years, win the Missouri Valley football call. I truly believe Mark Wade has that ability to this team to that type. If they take, this is the second year in the program. Five games sparingly, the free rules comes back as a redshirt. There's, I know it's a new coaching staff. And they, they were very conservative with their thought process. When you had as long as they did to be around these these players, shame on them for that. However, when you look at yesterday's game, you know, McLaughlin had a great game. I thought the was it Martin? Is that the running back? They caught the first down pass. No, uh, Christian Turner. Turner, excuse me. Christian yeah. Turner, who caught. I thought he ran the ball well as a secondary r- running back and. As a mm-hmm. receiver, it was a perfectly drawn play. I thought that was a hell of a call. Well, it was. It's a. It's nothing that you don't see out of a two play situation. These are the type of plays you can run first down. Every yes, these exactly. are the type of plays that you can take advantage to out your place. You don't have to save them for the two yard line. There was a third down play that was they ended up going on fourth down. The, the pass play was a good pass play. It just yes, it was. It, I don't have a problem with that. It was a good, aggressive. The fourth down calls were fine. I have no problem with what in those drives. Be assertive. Believe in your players. Be aggressive. Attack a deep. The next step, I'm praying in God. You know, this, me, me and the Lord have had a lot of conversations <laughs> about the Penguins. And all I'm going to say is the next step, I know each we see something new. I mean, we're past four plays now. We probably got about a dozen. <laughs> now, if we can Hold my hold your horses here. I'm going to say something very, very. No other team does. <laughs> There's no team in football does this. But why is you can do this? They could put a running back in motion from the tail spot to the slot, or move the tight end from the left or right to left. Holy smoke! Well, I mean, you just never know how a defense <laughs> may react. You just don't know how a defense may react. And you may actually put yourself in positions to take advantage of them. I, you know, I'm not a football genius. I, I admit this wholeheartedly, but, you know, the training wheels have to come off. They do. But uh, I will say I did see, uh, let's be honest, our wide receivers are not up to the talent level they need to be I agree in this conference. You. We know that. Everybody knows that. So then it's on the coaching staff to scheme to get guys open, and to make the quarterbacks easy reads, quick throws. Yes. And yesterday, on the first drive in particular, a simple post across the middle after you run, 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 but you ran outside and you ran inside, so you softened it up a little bit where they had to respect 
the outside run in our speed, and you hit him over top to Malik Moe, who had a nice catch, um, and then you ran the tight end on a little up-and-go route to the uh, far pylon. Wade just missed him. And in yes. a year or two, Wade's going to hit that. All that I is, think you can hit that within the two weeks if you give him the opportunity. And that's just a timing throw. The more you run it, the more reps you get, the more you're going to hit it. But what I liked, you identified your weapon in Christian Turner, and you put him on a linebacker. You designed to get guys open. Wade came back through a hell of a ball, over-the-shoulder catch, perfect catch by Turner on third and nine, nonetheless. When you really had a great drive going, you didn't want to set up for a field goal, and you punched it in the end zone. That was huge. You know what? On second down, a perfect play was called. Yeah. Uh, where he old Tim Tebow play without doing the jump pass. Yeah. He took a step forward, looked like he was going to run, stopped to throw the ball, and he just opened his uh, tight end. Just it was wide it. open. Mm-hmm. Wide open. Not Great call. Great play. Yeah, that was a hell of a call. It was <laughs> perfect. But what I love most about that is they didn't get conservative after that. No. They, they ran their next play. It was a pass play. On third down and nine, and like you mentioned, the ball to the outside shoulder, perfect place where only his receiver can make the and bingo, bingo, bongo. They're on the, you know, you have life in the building. It's it's a good thing. And well, the thing that I thought it was just a, I thought there was a lot of great things that happened in that game. I'm a nitpicker. I believe that you know if you're five games in the season, you should not be uh, still installing an off. I, I just I don't believe that should ever be one. Each week, we're installing a little bit more. Uh, give the coaching staff credit that they're sticking to a plan. It didn't look like they had a plan. I'm going to be straight up. No, you're up. starting to see. But the last you're three starting weeks, to see an identity. See, well, once they made a decision, and it may have been mm-hmm. because of an injury-type scenario mm-hmm. where Wade gets the opportunity. But now you made build the offense around. Don't be afraid to put him in situations to make, either with his arm or with his legs, uh, making adjustments at the line. That's Tim. the next thing. I, I know he can do it because we do it in high school. Mm-hmm. Go to audibles and make changes. He can do it. They have to take the trip wheels off. You have a quarterback can win in this. And that is so, so important. Conference. Every football conference. That's why when YSUs have had, had championships, they've had a really good quarterback running the team. Yes. And they have that ability to be at that level. If they choose talents that they have. I truly like, like I said, there was a lot of good things and defense with the throwers. I'll go back to that. I'll even give credit to the special field goal. I thought special teams played really well. McFadden came back through, you know, he got off to a rocky, but those two kicks were nice, strong kicks. His he last hit the one, bo- yeah, I strong. thought was his best stroke of the year. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a solid confidence growing in him. And I think we're getting there. Maybe they didn't put enough time into the special team at the beginning of the season uh, for practice because Mm-hmm. I get that. I mean, it takes time. But I think we're seeing this team in all three phases. It takes time. Now, a big joy this week. However, you had that opportunity to grow. Take advantage of it. Take total advantage of the three games that you have to, to establish yourself as a – yeah, you had a tough break with the first four games of the season. I'll give him that. To, but you could have shown up more. That's my opinion. And I'm not going to change that for the life of me. What I saw was not up to par to where they end compared to the teams. that. They, but you look at the quarterbacks we've played so far. I'll put Mark Wade against any. 
Yes, yes. I have not been impressed with any of the quarterbacks we have seen this year. Matter of fact, um, I was more impressed with South Dakota's young quarterback as a friend of what he yes, did. Yes. A true freshman, by the way, than I was with, let's say, uh, North Dakota State. I'm going to get back to Mark Wade. You're going to look at the numbers. People look at the numbers and be like, ah, 9 of 13, 84 yards, not great. But the thing that I like, he was efficient. 9 of 13, if you only have four incompletions, that's a hell of a day. He had a drop in there. So, really, 9 of 13, 9 of 12, that's pretty good. There were two pass plays, to me, that might be my favorite of the game, and they didn't really do much. One was just a simple wide receiver running an out route out of the slot. And Malik Moj, Wade hit him, and he got him in space. He made a play, got a first down. And then what you mentioned is get Wade in a chance where he can make a play with his arm and his leg. It's so it's like I said, Ohio State did with Justin Fields, and he made him with Troy Smith, is a sprint him out, and then he gave him a chance to run the ball, or he can pull back and throw it. Wade's, Wade rolled out left, which I liked, because the defense was not expecting him to roll out to his weak side. Rolled out, looked like he was going to run the ball. Right before he got to the line of scrimmage, he pulled up, threw the ball for a strike, first downs, and then Penguins moved the sticks. I thought that was really good. I want to get to special teams now because, let's be honest, it's been a place this year where the Penguins have struggled. I mean, the North Dakota State game was not good kick returning. It was not good punting uh, so far. What impressed me is McFadden's booming the ball. It's a touchback every time. If not a touchback, our kickoff coverage is fast or flying down. Two times yesterday they pinned uh, South Dakota inside the 20-yard line on kicks. Field goals and extra points, we were 100%. That's perfect, and you're right. He's starting to get confident, McFadden. He's getting quicker to the ball, and it's a stronger contest. We're going to have to get better in the protection up front, but that's still, you know, that's different than run blocking and pass blocking. So, you know, that'll come. I thought we punted okay. I didn't think we were really, you know, the one punt that kind of looked like a bad punt. It worked out. We got a roll, and, you know, rolled 10 yards, so that was good. And I'm not even going to pin the fumble on Jake Coates. Was it a halo? yeah. But that sun yesterday, I sat in that sun, and that was tricky. Everybody in pregame warm-ups was having a tough time with that sun. I'm okay with that because if you let the ball roll, which he did in the second one, you're pinned back to five, six-yard line because that kid from South Dakota was a hell of a punter. I mean, he had a good game. But you know what? Coach is aggressive. He's going to make a play with the ball. We've seen when he makes a play, when he's aggressive, he makes plays. He can make things happen. He's a leading punt return in the valley for a reason. Uh, that sun was brutal yesterday. That sun was not not an easy sun to deal with. Um, you know, so you give him credit for coming back. But I thought overall the hidden yards is where this team is going to win and lose a lot of close games. And yesterday they they won the hidden yards. And I thought it was workmanlike effort up front. We said last week this team gives up 200 on the ground. And there's no reason why the Penguins should not run at will against them. And they did. They ran for 303. Average 6.9 yards of pass downfield. Long of 18, we're getting there. The receivers are not at the level yet, but we are starting to take shots. We're starting to design plays uh, to get them open. Um, it looks like we settled on a one-two punch in the backfield of McLaughlin and Turner. Uh, Turner's running the ball really well after not really playing the first three weeks. We always know he can catch the ball in the backfield. And But the thing that I loved yesterday is we started to shift. Now, we're still not motioning but we started to shift and pull 
our tight ends. We tried more formations yesterday with the two uh, tight ends in the backfield, the single tight end. We're motioning over the right side, shifting over. Uh, we're pulling a little bit, which I liked. So each week we're starting to install uh, – the explosive plays are still not there to where we need to be, but we won. And that's the biggest thing to take away is against a team that you should beat up. You came in and you beat them up. And that game was seemingly over after the second series of the third quarter, I thought. And now, like you mentioned, you get a chance again this week to prove where you're at because South Dakota's an average team. They're not great. Now you get a top five team in North Dakota coming in who's coming off a bad loss, North Dakota State. You know, they're going to be salty. And North Dakota's led by a top five Walter Payton candidate running back Otis Way, who ran for almost 200 on North Dakota State. The Bison don't give that up often. Tommy Schuster's an okay quarterback. You know, completed 50% yesterday against the Bison. Not great. So if the Penguins can stop the run, they got a hell of a chance to pull the upset against the top five team question i think obviously we talked about this at the beginning how important home games are uh -huh. just to establish yourself and make the conference so that they're coming in for a game it's the last home game of the season so yep. you make it make it your while uh, i mean it has not been an easy home stand easy in the football class. let's be honest it's one of the most competitive football conferences uh at this if not the best you had northern iowa at home you had southern illinois at home of course now you have south dakota and now you're gonna have north it's, a difficult schedule. It you have to do it. No choice. This is what it works like. If you could say you went two and two at home this year, that's something to build on. Yes. And then you have the two away games. And all of a sudden, two away games take different attitude. Yeah. If you're two four going today versus one and five, I honestly believe take the wheels off your quarterback, give opportunity to make plays, design this offense. I've been saying it for five weeks. I'm not design it around his skills. You have a tailback. You have to call him an H-back in, mm -hmm. in Turner. Those three players right now. Uh, Coates is a fine receiver. You can get him the ball. He can catch it. Mm -hmm. So design plays for them. Play action pass on first down. That would be my my biggest suggestion to them. And lo and behold, a couple of players in motion once in a while. Move the defense and see what happens. Any receiver from left to right and you run that way, it's just a yeah. who's already there. It may be in a head. And it will help your running back yeah. see the defense differently. So it's not a bad thing. Like I said, just take the trace wheels off, be aggressive, attack a defense. You have the semblance of a good football team if used to do it. Like I said, I recognize the fact, and I, I'm disappointed with that decision, compete in every game. That I find irresponsible. I see the long pitcher. I see the big pitcher saying, well, we get bring season, so we can use it as scrimmages, all everything we want to do, and come fall, we'll be that much farther ahead man i tell you what that's it's an interesting decision that they it looks like they've made your season uh, i don't necessarily agree with it i accept it and we'll see how they go forward i think this game here will prove to me that if they're out to win ball game or not this game is huge this game is huge. this is a we talked about a little bit last week this is a huge four game stretch not only for this season but going forward, and we've talked about the on-field implications, the economic implications, these next three games, you have a three-game season. And to me, you have a chance 
to get a statement win against North Dakota because you've come close against South Dakota State on the road. You've come close against Southern Illinois. And then you go to Missouri State, who, lo and behold, don't look now, 3-1 and one in the Valley, and they're receiving votes, and they just went to the Unidome somewhere we don't win and beat Northern Iowa and held them to two field goals. So that team's going to be playing for their playoff lives, maybe. And then you go play a team in Western Illinois that, let's be honest, you should kick the crap out of because we're not very good. But now you focus on North Dakota. And let me say this. We love this program. There is not a person out there I will argue with anybody. I think, Tim, you can back me up with this, that wants this program to win more than me, someone who's not a, not employed by the university. There's nobody who's a fan or a supporter that wants YSU to win more than me that's not employed by the university. So, yes, we were really negative last week. And I'll admit, we were really upset. But that's that's not because we don't want these kids to succeed. We don't want these coaches to succeed. Look, I want Doug Phillips to be here the next 15 years and make eight playoff appearances and, you know, let's get back to winning football. But when the the effort to win is not there, I'm not saying they're not giving effort, but the effort to win the is not there. The design of a football yes. strategy to win. Let's yes. put it where it needs to be yes. put on. The players come out and will play what you ask them to play. It is how you affect the game as a coach, making your game plan offensively. Like I said, the defense to me each and every week has had a great design and has played hard. And they're getting offense, better each week. The offense was just utter disaster from the first snap, uh, really first four games. Just an utter disaster. Now, it could have been a combination of the team you face. It could be a combination yep. of them learning from their mistakes as they grow as a coaching and, staff. And that's possible. Let's give this as meaning it's a first-year group together. It's a first-year head coach with no head coaching experience, no coordinator experience. Mm-hmm. Let's let's put this where it needs to be in some type of perspective of saying, all right, Doug Phillips would probably got this job three to five years before he should. Mm-hmm. However, he's here. So we have to grow with him. And he might mentally be prepared to be a head coach, but he was not he was not challenged enough, going in my opinion, to be at the position that he's in right now. However, he now is our head coach, he is the one who's gonna lead him, and he mm-hmm. has the opportunity to grow and he has the opportunity to win long term. And that's well, all we care. I didn't I never cared who the head coach was. Mm-hmm. I, I never had a favorite. No, you didn't. Uh, and my whole point is whoever is here is who you have to root for. Doesn't mean they're above criticism because they're the head coach of Youngstown. Criticism is good. If it's constructive and honest, it is fair. And I've always been about that. I've never been about criticizing someone to make a name or to uh, criticize a coach. However, this program can move forward and really change the attitude the next... Let's just start this week. Let's finish... Let's go one week at a time. Let's let's finish this home season with a win. Strong. Yeah. Let's have a winning streak at home heading into next year. Yeah, That's this, all uh, I can ask for. You know, you mentioned this is a young coaching staff and a coaching staff, quite frankly, that was thrown into the wolves. This conference is different. I know that it's, I know people get sick and tired of hearing about it. And I was talking to a guy who, who follows the CAA and he goes, I don't know. You guys are, are good, but you're not the best. I go, no, this conference is the best Wait Until you're in it each week, you don't really know. And 
maybe this coaching staff is getting accustomed to the teams in the league, to the, to the similarities, the differences, to the schemes. Let's see this week, because this is a huge week. You have a chance to make a statement this week. It's going to be near 70 degrees in March. 70 degrees in March. We only got 2,100 yesterday. We can get 3,600. We have a top five team coming to Stanbaugh this week. The crowd yesterday was phenomenal. They were in it. They were engaged, and they were in it until the end. But I'm challenging you, Youngstown. We need you. We need all 3,600. It's going to be 70 degrees this week and sunny. The rain has moved out of the area by kickoff. So let's get out there. Like Tim said, this is the last home game. It's a big home game. It's a springboard going into the fall, into September 2nd, and we kick off our fall season at home. Penguins, Fighting Hawks, North Dakota Conference newcomer, Saturday at noon at Stambaugh. It's going to be the sunny ice castle, 70 degrees. Let's get out there. Tickets are on sale. Get that. Get out there and support this team. They're getting better. Were we negative last week? Yeah. But you know what? Praise when praise needs to be given and criticized when they need to be criticized. And this past week, they earned every bit of the praise they got. They won a statement win 28 to 10. Tim, this is a big one. I, I mean, this to me has a little bit of a playoff feel to me. I, I know we're not in the playoff hunt, but like you said, a chance to get a win streak going to end the year, to springboard into next year. 12 noon Saturday again. Uh, the Big Ten has their biggest games at noon, so let's get a uh, big-time top five upset at Stanbaugh this week. YSU, North Dakota, 12.05 at Stanbaugh. Tim and I will be back hopefully next Sunday if uh, technologies and windows will not throw out any more stupid updates. Tim, I got nothing else. You got anything? No, just buy your tickets earlier. There's no game sale. Game day sales of the tickets. Enjoy the atmosphere. Get out there, support the Penguins, and uh, let's get a, a winning streak heading into next year. Let's, and let's finish the home season here at the Ice Castle. Let's get a W. Let's move forward. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait till next week to talk to you again. Let's rave the wet and white Penguins in North Dakota this Saturday, 12 noon. Let's go get a big win. Go Gwens.